going on, boys and girls? Welcome to episode number two of Two and a Half Gringos, formerly known as the Murfanko Experience, Pittsburgh Baseball Now's very own podcast. And, you know, if you've been following uh, the Twitter account, the good old Twitter account, you, uh, you know this is the big night, the final reveal of our top 30 Pirates prospects, uh, five through one. And we have a very, very special announcement, save for the end of today's podcast. So let me introduce you to my co-host, as always. First, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Big Bear, Anthony Murph Dog Murphy. What's going on? What's going on? I'm trying to see what kind of phone Noah has. My, my phone salesman, like, interested to speak. Uh-oh. Is that a Google? <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a Pixel 5. Pixel 5. Okay. I love nice. Pixel. Nice. Okay. Now back on track. What's going on, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Murph already introduced him, but took taking my job right from out of my hands. But uh, right next to us, we got, I don't know what I, should I call you Fuzzy Meerkat, man? I feel like I should. Oh, man. Oh, man. I thought you were going to go with Theodore for a second. I might call you Theodore. Yeah. We're going to go Theodore. Theodore. Formerly known as Nola Jeffy, changed his name legally to Theodore. So yeah, what's so going the- on? Theodore is the uh, yeah. The- Theodore is the severely sunburnt Ted. Mm. I basically mm. uh, became. Uh, we're now one and a half gringos because I'm about to be tan as a mother after today. But then you know after like one day they'll all peel off and I'll be pale again. Okay, so it's just a one day occurrence. Yeah. Okay. All right. How you guys well, deal with that? Well, it's one and a half gringos. Dealing and everything. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I, I, just, I don't know how you guys deal with that with the peeling and everything like that. I just get I just get a little darker a little bit and then I'm back to normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know it's not fair. It's rough being pasty. <laughs> it's rough I'm being in the middle of, I in the middle of cutting grass, look down at my arm and I'm like, wow, that's really red. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. Uh, we do have some business to take care of, and uh, let's just start off with number five on the list, and I'll go first. I have the newly called up Leo Verpiguero at number five. Uh, I was Nola mentioned that he might change up his list, and I was thinking maybe he'd move Piguero up, and I was thinking about it too, but I was like, no, nah, I think five is the sweet spot for Piguero. I mean... He's been tearing it up in a double A shortstop may not be his position of the future. I mean, we talked about it with him and Cruz. It's like, eh, you might want to move them eventually. Uh, But Piguero at number five, I'm fairly happy with it. Uh, Murph, uh, do you, do, do we have a matchup first of the night? Yes, we do. Yeah. So I kind of fought with it. I kind of wanted to have him higher, especially with, the the concerns about the taking that shortstop, uh, like if we know for sure that he's not, this is probably a very generous spot for him. But yeah. a lot of the issues that I've I've heard and I've, the people I've talked to and stuff like that, I feel personally that it, it may be fixable, I, especially at his age. Yeah. Um, but the bats really really come alive this year, showing a lot more or more power. You know, you're always concerned if, if the Greensboro power is going to translate. And it, it certainly looks like it has for him. And um, yeah, I mean, even if even if he has to move to left field, he still looks like he's going to be a, a good 
better for for that kind of position. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of uh, Greensboro Power translating, Matt Gorski is uh, tearing it up in Double A. Uh, Nola, yeah. we talked about Gorski. Do you have him at five? You courageous son of a bitch. Um. Well, my my five B. <laughs> my five B is Blake Sable, and five A is Matt Gorski. Coward. <laughs> I got. I got to keep the love for my boy, man. I feel it. Man. I feel it. But uh, number five, I have Quinn Priester. Oh. Okay. All right. I, I, a little I mean, bit. I, I, I finished off last week with Burroughs at six. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I felt like I couldn't really uh, move him that far ahead of Burroughs because I, I, I do feel like they're kind of hand in hand at this point. Was was looking forward to them being in the same rotation. Unfortunately, that's going to have to wait a little longer. Um, I actually, I think I made a mention of that last week. I, I Almost swapped them. I was going to swap them, but one of the things that actually held me to Priester once taking uh, the step above Burroughs as of right now is the fact that, like, um, and talks about Jared Jones and the current path he's on is that he's currently on, like, the Quinn Priester path is one of yeah. the things we were talking about, that he's only – what is only his second full season since being drafted – and so he's essentially on the same path that Burroughs or Priester is on, which is technically a year ahead of Burroughs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to hold on to that, that a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I know there was some questions about Quinn last year and coming into this year, um, which I guess talk about Derek Jones again, just with regards to a John tweet recently when he was talking about the strikeout differences between road and home. Oh, they were crazy. No, that was one. Yeah. And it was like a 20 K difference. And it was that like, it was the same thing with Quinn last year. Like it was something like he had like 39 K's at home, but 59 on the road. And just as you can see with the hitters where they would have like a massive OPS at home and a low OPS, lower OPS on the road, you could see massive differences in like K and walk totals. Yeah. Like even someone like Triolo, it would be like, he would be like 16 walks, 16 Ks at home, but eight walks and 19 Ks on the road. Yeah. Well, and what, it was the same thing with pitchers. Like Quinn is, his walk totals were super high at home, but super low on the road, which to me would, I went to me, fell, went hand in hand with the power park yeah. that pitchers just pitched differently because of the park oh yeah there's no it doubt to that. yeah and he one of the things that stuck out with that john tweet was the opponent batting average too yeah like, it was completely different i think the opponent batting average is in the 100s mm-hmm. i think on the road which and then i guess quick shout out to my own personal list you know that was one of the things I, i'm loving about sean sullivan is that he's still he just came on left and right at home like that yeah. to me. And to me that I'm like, man, it, that shows someone that trusts his stuff and he's going to go at people Confidence. regardless of where he's at. Yeah, absolutely, man. So mm-hmm. Quinn Priester, number five for Nola. 
Uh, Mia Murph matched up yet again at number five with Leo Verpiguero. Now we got to move on to number four, number four or quattro. Uh, for me, I got Tank Henry Davis, man. I got Henry Tank Davis, uh, number four. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't seen a whole lot of Tank this year. Uh, injury and then last year, injury with the oblique. Um, but, I mean, the power is legit. And we've seen him throw out a runner uh, very recently in Altoona. So, has a cannon for an arm. It's just, can he put together more of the defensive intangibles? And I know we talked about this off the air in the group chat where maybe calling the games are a little bit different for Henry Davis. And maybe some pitchers are not quite fond of the uh, pitch calling. So I I don't know. I mean, Murph, are are you on the same train of thought as I am with uh, feeling a little hesitant to call Tank the top prospect just yet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still think there's, there's some concern as far as to if he's and then this is always kind of even going back to the draft, a concern that I've kind of had, and it's never been for the arm. The arm has always been a plus rated tool. And like you said, we saw it a little bit there beforehand or the other night, it, it's more of the, the receiving skills and, and stuff like, like that. And, yeah. um, We'll, we'll see. I mean, he's – we're still not talking what little to late next year at, at the earliest, potentially. Um, he's been in and out of the lineup a lot. So, like, the average isn't looking good right now in Altoona. Right. I, I don't think – I've seen many people, like, mention – I'm willing to get – like, he's been in and out of the lineup because of an injury. So, like, I, I can imagine him struggling. But offensively, since he's – he hit that home run in his first game. And then since then he's kind of just hasn't really done much on there, but he was injured for part of it. And now just coming back, I guess that could be the reason behind it. But I guess that is something we do need to watch. He's still getting punked by baseballs all the time. And yeah, is, is health going to be a factor because of that? Yeah. Added well, on to the, the position. Well, someone brought up so. Jason Kendall too, and he seemed to get hit by a lot of balls and mm-hmm. same position. I mean, Kendall was fairly healthy until, you know, the freak accident with his ankle. And I, I don't know. Are, are you it's seeing a sim- thing too? Yeah. Are you seeing a similar path with Tank or do you see greater uh, think- greens of pasture, I guess? I, I feel like they're almost two different kinds of catchers yeah Kendall was extremely um, so maybe athletic it's, yeah, it's, yeah. He, he was a lot more athletic I mean he was one of the better leadoff hitters whenever he was healthy um lost a lot of the power when he had that that thumb injury I think it was but yeah I, it, I mean it'll be the catcher position is tough enough as it is so that'll, that'll always be the last thing that you need is is any outside influences kind of kind of wearing you down and and if he's constantly getting hit by by stuff and all that that that's just another thing to watch for the getting hit by pitches and miss time from getting hit by pitches more than anything it's just development time because he's Mm -hmm. not playing and even even when he is playing he's getting hit so (laughs) you know is he he can't actually swing the bat gonna develop (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm sitting there like, okay, wanting to see him deal with seeing curveballs, fastballs, like managing the zone. And it's like first pitch curveball hit. Like, okay. 
I, like yeah that that's the thing too but i would like in a very little bit he he shows a lot of that like like we talk about with like nick gonzalez like that mm-hmm. college approach that you kind of expected out of a, a college mm-hmm. bat taking that high that high in the draft and i think you see a lot more of that in the little bit that we've seen from mm-hmm. henry davis more so than we we've seen with nick gonzalez so so yeah. far at this point it's really just like you said get the games in and actually yeah. be able to swing because i i even really off. i even really liked that matchup the other night against uh what was it uh was it buddy rosman roseman yeah. that like almost 30 year old uh journeyman that just just uh signed out of indie ball to go back go back to pros this year and dude's out there just throwing 99 mile an hour heaters and i'm like all right i, w- I want to see how he fares against i mean I think it ended ended in a pop up, eventually, like a foul out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he had no problem catching up to it, fouling off pitches, and I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we, I and we talk about the going um, forward. We talk about, I, you know, I, I mentioned about like the approach between like him and Gonzalez and stuff like that. I think thinking back to like when Davis first got called up there you know that's when Gonzalez was really struggling with the with the swing to misses and they were mm-hmm. playing in, I think it was against Summers it was like the Somerset series and, and they kept there are so many pitchers there that would just throw spinning these curveballs and, uh, and everyone yeah. was whiffing and whiffing and whiffing and and just I think it was still like a pop out or something like that but he yeah. slapped it the other way like weights and everything it was just like a perfect perfect swing adjusting and yeah. everything like that so yeah tank has i mean the little that we've seen of him he he does seem to put together uh professional approaches yeah which is what is what you want to see from him and, and exactly. in addition because that that game when he got hit by two pitches because the first one was a you know, curveball that hit him on the thigh he just looked like man i got hit again Damn it's it. pissed off <laughs> and then the next one was a heater right on the hands and that one looked like it hurt and i was like I wonder what he's going to – if he bats, what he's going to look like in his next at bat. And, I mean, he actually looked like he winced maybe a little bit on the first pitch, but then after that it was just like nothing happened. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So, he's definitely fearless, and he's right back in the box, standing on the plate, no problem. Murph, number four, man. We're, we're, we're getting close here, man. So, I'm, I'm getting excited. Uh, Henry Davis at four. Oh my goodness! You <laughs> come on, mainly, man. Mainly, like for me, for me, what it was, he's like I said, he he's shown the the advanced approach that you want to see on it. My my big concern is still just why I don't why I don't have him higher. It is just the position now. Like, is he going to play catcher? Can he stay catcher? Um, so if, if I was sure about, I mean, the the bat, the little bit of the power that he's shown. I mean, you could slap him at first, and he like he'd fit right in at first. At first, like if if he's athletic enough, you can even stick him in the outfield or something, whatever like that. The bat will play, but obviously, you lose a little bit of value not being at catcher, especially if you it's first base he ends up at. Yes, he did show off that arm the other day, though, and that was yes. He's got such a. I I think that would be the the thing that would make like right field very intriguing. (laughs) If you can, if you think he could move like that, mm. because yeah, he's got a cannon. There's no doubting that. That part of the game, no doubting. Which, which is funny too, because I remember I looked up his 
prep scouting report. And it was almost like the complete opposite. And it was talking about that he was a defensive-minded catcher that moved well, framed well. Like, all the catching aspects was great. It was like, but they were – the bat was like, well, you know, willpower develop. Yeah. And now it's just like he completely flipped in college. Yeah. Right. yeah. Had like a giant growth spurt and just got fit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's a tank. Yeah, man. All right, Nola. Can we have a trifecta? Are we going to get it? I feel like such an asshole, man. Number, <laughs> number four, number four, Tank Davis. Oh, shit. Yes. Trifecta. That's what I'm talking about, man. Trifecta. Like First one. First one we've gotten, folks. I mean, <laughs> come on. You got to feel the love and excitement here. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess pretty much we've already went through him about as much as we could, I think, at this point. But um, probably could be higher. Um, again, I, I think he even said last week, like, the top six prospects, I feel like, could really go in any order at this point. Yeah. Really, for at least for me and my six. And um, we'd like to see – I mean, we haven't really actually been able to see him a lot because – he opened up in Greensboro last year. We can't watch Greensboro a lot. Then he got hurt. Then this year he opened up in Greensboro. We can't watch Greensboro. Then he goes out tuna, gets hurt. <laughs> but yeah, I obviously the biggest thing to follow, I feel like at this point, is how well he does behind the plate and how his defense progresses. Because um, as we were discussing, I, I think the bat, the approach, and all that looks like it will play. Yeah. Once he starts getting at bats and can actually hit the ball when people stop hitting him. And yeah. Yeah. I got you, man. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just shocked that we had a, a trifecta. You had me going there with, you feel like such an asshole. I was like, come on. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> right? you know I, am. I like, I like being an asshole. Yeah, man. Fucking Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Number three, number three, we're getting uh we're getting close, and I, I got a feeling our top two are, are pretty similar. It's just who's going to be number one. But three, I got Mike Burroughs, man. I got Mike Burroughs at number three. He needs to be in the top 100. I'm sorry he does. Hashtag Burroughs top 100 watch. But, I mean, he, he's just shown so many good tools uh, this year in AA and then getting brought up to AAA. I'm going to keep my eyes out on Baseball America tomorrow because Melendez should officially come off. Yeah. So much uh, improvement. I mean, Murph, you've talked about his curveball several times on how it's the best in the system, if not one of the best in the minors. Uh, fastball plays, I mean, mid-90s, and then you got the curveball. He's got some other pitches he can throw. Burroughs has shown nothing but improvement, and I think number three on the list is more than fair for him. I mean, <laughs> people might burn me at the stake for not putting him at number one, uh, certain people, but I'm going to stick with Burroughs at number three. Uh, Murph, I, I, well, come on, man. Get burned at the stake. I don't want to hear what's going to happen to me. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> number six for you. I mean, uh, so, someone might be Damn it, Theodore. <ops <laughs> 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 Asshole. So, uh, I mean, I, 
as we know, sometimes I don't feel as highly about certain guys as other people. Shame on you. Yeah, Gorski cries. He's crying right now in his room. He's like, you know what? Nola doesn't love me. Theodore doesn't love me. Theodore and... doesn't love me. No, no, Jeffy. <laughs> Jeffy loves <laughs> Jeffy loves everybody. <laughs> All right, Murph. Come on, man. Do we have another have one? Mike, Mike Burns at number three. See? Me and Murph are on the same goddamn wavelength, man. I'm telling you, it, it's 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 not quite. Yeah. We've been doing this over a year together now. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What, what else yeah, is there to I say mean, about it? Um, that changeup. That, that changeup is really, at least for me personally, the thing that has just catapulted him, him up my rankings. Um, throws it against lefties, throws it against righties. Can throw a first strike, can throw it and, and get misses on it. It's Going and like, like we talked about a lot. That was Nola. We can't have a trifecta, but I am uh, this... really curious at who you got at three. The um, girl, <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> disappointed us like uh, Indy and Altoona today with their uh, their tweets. They're like, oh, something big's gonna happen. And like they just quote <laughs> tweet. Those were so good. So good. <laughs> the troll game on 100. I'm just it, it worked out so well that Altuna, Altuna was hitting so many home runs because they were just like, and the tweet is a home run clip. And the tweet is a home run clip. That was perfect. <laughs> I love that. That was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, give, given his age, how well he's hitting playing at least overall because he, he did had hit a bit of a slump um he seemed to be breaking out of it finally again <clears throat> um but and i think like as murph said you know there are certain aspects that you're starting to have questions about at least pertaining to his feeling ability at shortstop but he's got age and time on his side that yeah. i feel he could um do a little better with that, refine himself, and uh, yeah. So are we all on the same train of thought where we're thinking the reason Piguero was in the majors today was just because he's closer in proximity than Cruz? Yeah, I think so. I guess technically, I saw someone on that. I can't. I can't remember the name. I wish I did technically. They they actually took the time to look and did the research on it. And they they said by what they were able to find, uh, on a plane ride, it, it had been about the same amount of time either way. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. But like if they were able to get crews on a plane, crews out there, plane a plane would have been like an hour and a half, two two hours. Well, that's when I I started so, wondering um, with regards to how soon did they know too? Yeah, I think I, had, I mean. Altoona posted the lineup at what, like three, four o'clock ish or something like that. Uh-huh, and Figueroa yeah. was listed in the lineup then. Yeah. So clearly they hadn't made that decision yet. And yeah. like while they're the same time, like at base, you have uh-huh. to think about going through anything else that crews would have to go through to get on the plane and yeah. everything like that. And yeah. like if yeah. you want to do the old cliche angry pirate fan, you know, Nutting's not paying for a plane. Bob Nutting cheapness kind of thing. 
So it's probably <laughs> easier just to tell Piguero, hey, get in your car and come here. Then... Yeah, yeah. Poor Michael Perez had to take an Uber. So I guess yeah, yeah. wouldn't uh, wouldn't uh, O'Neill Cruz technically be cheaper since he's already got major league service time? Hey. I mean, I guess that's true. Because now Pinguero's got major league service time, so his uh, pay doubles. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. but I, we, we all got to think Pinguero's just going to be on here until Monday, right? It's got to be. I mean, unless he plays one of these games this week and goes four for four with three home runs in my play. I mean, I, we, like, we didn't I, think Swinski would, would stay. and He's still here. Hey, 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 I did. Um, I, I I don't I don't want to be that guy. I don't because you guys know how I feel about Pagaro. I love Pagaro. He's one of my favorite prospects in this system. I hope if they start him, he does not have a game like that. Because mm-hmm. I do not want to listen to Twitter when they inevitably send him down if he has that kind of game. With how so many people are so quick to buy into a single game, I don't want to have to deal with it. Shots just let him fired. come in, let him get his first base hit, maybe driving, you know, just nothing, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Just one for four in the middle of an RBI. Game. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I got you. And, and send him, get Cruz up here for Monday, send Figueroa to, to Indy. Yeah. Easy fix. Cool. Yeah. Cool. You even said that on Twitter, I think. It's it's an easy I fix. A lot of things on there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. do say let a lot of things. I mean, let him play both. They probably yeah. won't. Let, let him play. Let him let him play both games. Let him play Saturday and Sunday. On a, what what really can it hurt? Yeah, Nothing. I hope he plays at least Sunday because I'll be there. I want to see that in person. And I and with, if Piguero's playing, I won't say anything about train playing. <laughs> okay man all right we're at number dos and uh this just is preference for me i i prefer uh pitching over hitting so i have o'neill cruz number two i have him numero dos uh we we all know what he can do he's got power the defense is a little suspect uh, to say the least uh, Mason Martin has saved quite a few errors uh, on his end uh, this year at least but I mean the power plays and his bat has come alive as of late after his really rough first month I mean it was rough um, yeah he still chases from time to time but with I don't know maybe he just wants to golf one again for, for so he can look at his watch for the millionth time uh, in the minors, but I, I'm really happy with what Cruz has been doing as of late. And I'm assuming we see him next week, Monday. It, it's got to happen. It's time to happen. There's nothing else more he can learn in the minors. I think that I, I just don't think, I think you're hurting him more than helping him at this point now. I mean, super two is over with now, isn't it? I mean, you could call him up. Uh, now. I think it's been far. I think Super Two's been passed for like three weeks for me. That's what I'm saying. So th- at this point, there's nothing really holding it back from happening. Call him up. But O'Neill Cruz for me, number two. 
It's solid, man. It's just, it's preference. I prefer pitching over hitting. And I think we all know who number one is for me, but I'll let Murph go with number two. Uh, did we match up again or do you have uh, a pitching prospect we, at dose? We did not match up. I have Ronzi at, at, at two. Okay. Fair I, enough. I think, I think like he's kind of, he's obviously established himself as the, the top pitching guy in the system because yeah. he's done it at the highest level. Um, amazing electric stuff. And yeah. just, I don't watch too many of the, the major league games anymore. I tune in more now because they're more and more of the prospects hitting up there. Yeah. But um, if he's pitching, <clears throat> there, there's a good chance that I'm, I'm, I'm tuning in somehow. Yeah. So rough couple last games. Uh, I will admit last but game, that, he couldn't get the swing and miss stuff, but I mean, that's got to that, happen. happen. I mean, that yeah. happens for 10 year Vets, yeah. Every, every, just sometimes you go out there and the curve doesn't spin like it usually does, and and you get beat up a little bit. But yeah. and it's the Cardinals, uh, man. They have devil magic. Baseball is hard. Baseball is a very hard. Sp- it's just see see ball hit ball. What are you talking about, man? It's not that hard. You just throw to mm-hmm. a target and you hit a ball. Nothing <laughs> to it. Nothing to it. Everyone should be batting at least four hundred. Exactly. Everyone. Fact. At least. <laughs> Murph, number two, Rowanzi. I see you, man. Nola, did you match up with Murph or did you match up with me? Oh, okay. Okay. All right, man. I see how you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got Rowanzi number two. Okay. All right. All right. You have anything to say about that, uh, the filthy stuff from Rowanzi that we've seen? Uh, man, I, mean, I guess nothing specific that hasn't already been said already, but I just. Yeah, it's hard to really I mean, say anything new. <laughs> yeah, he just, he, obviously he looks like he carries himself as as he could be a friend of guy. He's got the potential stuff to do it. Um, and it. And it feels nice that at least so far through what is he at like 31, 35 total career innings or something like that. And yeah. um we're not having to sit here through his first 10 starts, like, well, the stuff looks good, so he just needs to tweak it a little bit and maybe <coughs> Mitch <Count. laughs> Yeah, or, or he's not trying to be too cute with his pitches and paint the zone, like he's legitimately throwing his stuff and it just looks dirty yeah so the only hang up i have is the change up he he likes to throw it but that change up man looks so dangerous some, um, it, look, it gets left in some really not so great spots no okay. no we i've seen the change up middle middle more times than i can count <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like I was playing MLB the show a couple of days ago, man. And I don't know who was catching me, but he wanted me to throw a changeup right down the middle. I was like, this dude hates me. Like, what, what why? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't throw a changeup down the middle, man. Come on. It's 0-2. I'm gonna throw the heater. And Rwanzi likes to throw that heater, man. Slider yeah, looks deadly. And then the guy hit a home run off you, right? He did. He did. Yes, yeah. Because he was probably <laughs> sitting heater, and the catcher knew that. You didn't listen to your catcher. 
<laughs> Tank Davis. I'm sorry, man. It was Tank Davis who was catching me. I remember. It was 2024. Pirates already won the World Series. So mm. 2023, guys, we're winning the World Series. Don't worry. We're okay. Um, book I it. predicted it. Book it. Um, right okay. Number one for me, it's it's obvious now it's Rowanzi. Uh, like I said, I prefer pitching over hitting, and you guys know me. Uh, I, I could talk about pitching all day long. And the swing and miss stuff that Rowanzi brings to the table is incredible to see at such a young age. I mean, he's facing veterans of the sport, and he's making them whiff. I mean, who was it that he was uh, – Juan Soto. He made him look silly one at bat. And it, that's like the National League's Mike Trout. Like, it's not easy to do that against him. And it, it wasn't just that at bat. It's just every single outing he puts together a professional performance, even if he gets shelled. I mean, I think even his start against the Cardinals, what he he threw a ball against was a Goldschmidt that ended up like eight inches off the plate, and Goldschmidt still just swung, <laughs> just a terrible yeah. swinging at it. Yeah, uh, the slider. Goldschmidt is, or Arenado? I think it was Goldschmidt. Now that I think about it, um, but it, it's just you know the fastball has always been there, but it's the breaking stuff that really makes your eyes pop. Yeah, it's it, it has incredible spin. And, and we saw the, the graphics that I think uh, the fort put on television. It was like the, the distance between each ball. It's like five inches. And it, it's just hard to catch up to that fastball mm-hmm. when you're thinking breaking stuff. And it's hard to get the breaking stuff when you're thinking fastball. So Rowanzi is just incredible. I, the, the kid's electric. The only thing I wish he'd do is grow a much fuller beard. I'm tired of seeing the mutton chops out there, man. <laughs> He's got the little <laughs> muttons. It's like nothing's filling in yet. I was like, I feel it, kid. I feel it. I used to have patchy beard too, but shave that shit off until uh, when I was growing. like eight. <laughs> Murph, uh, we, we know who you got at number one. And Nola, we know who you got. Do, what, do you? Do what, you? Do you? I, yeah, I do. I, I do. <laughs> Nola got Blake Sable. So I'm not even going to talk. Or Matt Gorski. You don't know. No, 1B is Matt Gorski. 1B is Gorski. And then 1A is Blake Sable. I'm just surprised. Make him like honorable mention. (laughs) We'll we'll do some honorable mentions after we do uh, number one if we want. I'm just just surprised since Cody thinks no pitcher should pitch more than four innings that he went with a pitcher. Hey, man. Rowanzi is the exception. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing four innings. Rowanzi can pitch four point one. That's yeah. how incredible he is. He made me change change my uh, mo. So okay, okay. I want to yeah. hear no okay. shit from either of you. But Murph number one is probably O'Neill Cruz. So let's hear it, man. Matt Gorski. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I have O'Neill Cruz. I, I think. He still gets the edge just because the upside on him is something that history on there. Like he he can be almost as good as like he wants to be, kind of kind of thing. Like he has that talent and and that it's just a matter of how much is he willing to to work at like the finer points of his game. 
I don't even care about it. You stick him in right field, and like I'll, I'll take that arm in right field over almost any arm in right field right now. Mm-hmm. And, and the amount of plays that he still makes defensively, yeah, sure. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Me personally, like, I don't, I don't knock him at all for it. Yeah, it would be a lot better. It'd be a lot cooler, and, and his, his free agent payday would increase vastly if he is able to stick at shortstop but it's 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 Cruz just based on upside alone and and even if he doesn't hit all the way up there he's still a guy that can stick in the majors hitting probably like 240 and and hitting 30 bombs a year still and like I'd still take that for the next six years is your worst case scenario DH for him Probably, probably DH. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll DH take a 30 30 DH. Yeah, uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I think that too is probably, you know, that's a good point. That's something that probably isn't brought up enough about. Like he, like he can hit thirty bombs, but he, he was probably going to st- have a twenty twenty season last year if it were not for that en- injury. The legs alone are yeah. like ten feet long. Yeah, so. like the strides he takes, he's like halfway to second base before like the pitch gets to the catcher. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another part of his game that probably isn't talked about enough. But I mean, one thing that I do definitely want to mention is I see so many people bringing up like his current average and OPS and everything like that as the reason not to bring him up. And I think that's crazy. Yeah. He he had, if anything, he showed like he had that bad of a start to where like I'm not at this point forward, any point forward, care about what his minor league average or OPS or anything like that is is the rest of the year because like it was that bad. He put it past, he made the adjustment. He's hitting good now. The fact that he has it to like a fairly respectful mark right now like that should say wonders based on how he started so yeah i see i see a lot of people trying to bring up that as a reason why like he's not ready because he's not hitting good enough but like he's hitting imagine how, for as bad of a start he had imagine how good he's had to hit the last month month and a half to erase that start yeah it's like so, a bullpen so. pitcher who has one bad game and yeah. has like a 12 era yeah. It takes a while to yeah. get that back down. Yeah. It, yeah. Basically, Kyle that's, Nicholas. His start was that bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nola. Numero uno. Oh, uh, who is it? Who is it? <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> O'Neal Cruz. I bet you didn't see that one coming. Nope. That came out of left field. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly where he should be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you know, kind of mirror what Murphy's saying. I think that uh, the big he's so high wi- high risk, high reward that I mean, the potential is limitless almost. Um. And then I guess one, one area I'll go with it is one of the things I think is absolutely asinine is 
how people talk about how he's great, how greatly he would be diminished in value he'd lose going to the outfield. And so first off, pay-wise, I'm like, I mean, just look at the top paid players. Yeah. I mean, I was Trout, say, look. Miguel Cabrera's a fucking big-ass DH that can't that I can walk faster than he can run. And he's still getting paid at, at like 42. I mean, Bryce Harper, there's so many other. All the top guys are outfielders. Yeah. All the top paying guys are outfielders. Juan Soto is going to smash all of theirs in a oh, couple yeah. years. $400 million so, contract. Yeah. I mean, Mookie well, like, Betts The top three paid. highest paid position players, all outfield. The top yeah. that like he's so, going to lose money or it's not as valuable. Yeah. That's just BS. So then even money aside, because when you read scouting reports, like the top 100 lists are like, oh, he's here because of his potential to play shortstop. But if he moves to the outfield, then, meh, we're going to drop him. I'm like, now, certain people are probably going to take this the wrong way and twist my words. So I just want to put a disclaimer out there. I am, I am discussing the ranking system, not comparing O'Neill Cruz one-to-one with these players. But like Julio Rodriguez is a top was a top three prospect, and I think in some places top prospect in baseball. Green for Detroit, he's already a corner outfielder, and or being I think listed as a corner outfielder, he's a top five prospect. How many other top prospects in the top five, top ten were outfielders? And for some reason, when it comes to Cruz, they're like, he's a eh, if he has to go out there, eh. But with his arm, his power, speed, I mean, if he hits 260 with 35 bombs and 20, 30 stolen bases, I mean, that's a star. I'll even take 240. Right? Yeah. It, I, I don't get the whole argument. <laughs> if he succeeds, he succeeds. Who the hell cares? what position he plays at that point. I mean, if it's outfield, if it's shortstop, if it's DH, wherever, if he's mm. winning your club ball games and he's performing at an extremely high level and producing for power, I don't give a shit where he plays. Put him at catcher yeah. for all I, I don't care. Yeah. Produce. And he's, I have a feeling like you said, like both of you said that he can be as good as he wants to be. And uh, thank you, Tony Watson. That's all I got to say, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we want to get crazy about it, then that, with that argument people are making about how you want that bad at shortstop, then it's like, okay, why don't we put Gorski at shortstop right now then? Right. He's hitting the shit out of the ball. He's athletic. Might as well just stick him at shortstop right now because and, that's and- where he's, he's going to be more valuable all of a sudden. We, we've already seen that. We already have an unconventional prototypical thing, guy who is our longest signed player with, with Cabrian Hayes. I mean, he's not what you typically think of when you think of a third baseman no. on there as far as the power and, and, and that kind of stuff. He, he's, he's a leadoff hitter. You don't see that many hmm. third it's basemen it. that – that, that in it, yeah. I mean, and that in itself, because I know they used they wrote about it when he was coming up, and I think even when he first was playing, surprised maybe you know, he himself probably doesn't want to do it, but you know, I'm surprised they haven't been like, why don't you move over to shortstop? Short yeah, 
and put Cruz at third or somebody else at third. Yeah. I mean, they put Key there like late in the game when the game's over, but I think that was just for like two innings or something like that. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the shift, I guess oh my technically goodness, people he's lost played. their mind. What's the people up? lost it over one <laughs> inning. People lost their mind mm-hmm. on yeah. Twitter. It was insane. Kevin Newman was shaking in his boots, though, I bet. Over that one. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that uh, chart again about Pirates Twitter? That <laughs> oh, it's like yeah, they're like chill or something like that. <laughs> you have not been here, have you? I, I want to meet. I want to meet the people they're talking to with that because those are people <laughs> I need to interact with. Then, right? Yeah, I guess maybe Vinny. Vinny's pretty chill. He's he's a lot of chill. I say that. I say that. Like, but no. No, no. The majority, they're, for the most part, they're yeah. The majority, are, like the the extreme ones, are the ones that that you shouldn't be including in with the fan base and and, and stuff yeah. like that. Those are the people you mute. <laughs> yeah. The, ch- yeah, the chill people. But the, you know, everyone, everyone's chill. I haven't had really. I can count on one hand how many bad interactions I've had with with the with the Pirates fan fan base. Yeah, and and. I can definitely assume that's better than than a lot of other fan bases. Facebook is a all... very fun place for Pirates fans. <laughs> down to one Facebook group, and I still feel like that's too much. My goodness. <laughs> I just hope they stay on Facebook. Pirates, <laughs> Pirates Twitter, when compared to Pirates Facebook, yes. Pirates Twitter is chill. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates Facebook is toxic AF. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least, it is. But, but Pirates Twitter, because I assume that is the majority of our uh, of our viewers or listening, you know, group. So we, should, we shouldn't talk too much shit about them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pirates they're cool, Twitter, man. You guys are awesome. Yeah, they're you guys cool. are awesome. We love you guys. Yeah. Pirates Absolutely. Facebook, maybe <laughs> Pirates Facebook, meh. <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> the majority of Pirates Facebook probably doesn't know how to click a link. Let's just that's yeah, yeah. They just read the headline and are like, all right, I'm gonna comment the shit out of this. Um, cool, man. Don't, don't even don't even try and use any kind of statistic other than like batting average. Got that dog in them. <laughs> uh, how many home runs they've hit and batting average. That's as far as I'll let you get. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, this was a very, very fun project to uh, dive into. Top 30 list, our own personal one. Um, h- how are you feeling after all that, guys? Like, I feel pretty uh, invigorated after, you know, listening back to all of invigorated yeah that's that's the word of the day write it down it's a very fun word to use okay okay yeah yeah but i feel i feel great about this it it was a really fun project to do with you guys and it was really fun to interact with everyone on twitter about it but you know i can only speak for myself how do you guys feel about it overall pretty good i'd say not great i'd say overall (laughs) great (laughs) overall pretty decent (laughs) You guys are toxic AF. Well, you are. I can't be. I can't be. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to say, I've never personally 
I, I can't – I don't know if I ever personally tried to make my own personal uh, top 30 before, but, man, that's it's rough. It's hard. I've never, I've never made a top 30 before, but I've, now I've made two this year. Mm. And it's very stressful. Yes. Very well, stressful. And, and it was more stressful with P2 because when him sent that entire spreadsheet – Oh, I like lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, it had like 300 names on it. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Please help me. <laughs> That's probably like when I go through Ethan's uh, Ethan's list when I you know want to look at like the upcoming uh, Rule Five. I just then I just start deleting names. I'm like no, 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 delete, 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 delete. <laughs> <clears throat> to at least start shrinking it down to have a little smaller amount to look at. But it probably doesn't help that I, I was kind of talking to someone about this recently the other day in one of the discussion the threads on p2 and about how i think last year's minor league season kind of got us a little overexcited mm. and then this year's minor league season has us kind of like we thought the momentum was going to carry yeah um and it feels like in part that it hasn't really yeah. and, and we discussed that in previous podcasts yeah um and i just I think a lot of it just kind of shows that I think it's still a very strong depth system, which in part what makes this top 30 so hard. It's just right now we're limited with the amount of, say, exceptional players. Yeah, the superstar who separated themselves from – Yeah. The, yeah. Like we, we don't have well, – what's, what's that kid? Uh, Jackson Chorio, Trio. The Brewers outfielder that's already in double A and starting to populate top 100 list. He's only 20 years old. And it's like, we we don't have like those kind of guys, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I feel like we're forgetting something, guys. I feel like we're forgetting to mention something. What could. What, did I need a hat for my head? (laughs) Or a shirt with sleeves? Well, use a shirt with sleeves. That could be it. Oh, wait, I forgot. We have a big announcement to tell everyone. And uh, this has been in the works for a very long time. I mean, we've discussed this, guys, I don't know how long, about five months, six months. It started in spring training. Yeah. It's been a very, very long road to get to where uh, we've been able to announce this, but we have our own very, very own merch shop, guys. We have our very own merch shop. We get t-shirts, get mugs, you get uh, stickers, whatever. And I know Pirates Queen Banshee has been hounding us to get a shop so she can be decked out in two and a half gringos gear. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to seeing her at the Pirates game. I know you're listening to this. I need you to wear <laughs> one of our shirts and rock one of our stickers at the Pirates game, with the Renegades of the Rotunda, flying that Pirate flag. Represent our name. And folks, like, it could not have been possible without your support. It's been, it's exceeded expectations. I mean, the download numbers are up from when we first started. I think we had 23 total downloads for one month. That was our first month. It was rough. Like, (laughs) we created this and it was like, okay, we're not seeing results quite yet. And then it started coming. And I, I can't say enough to how thankful I am for it. And 
you know, after you listen to this podcast, why don't you check out the link in the description? It's going to have the site and uh, yeah. See if you want to buy a t-shirt, maybe a hat, some stickers, maybe. And uh, add us on Twitter. Tell us what you got. Show us what you got. Rock it off because I'm super excited for this. And Murph, we're going to make a design just for you that has your face and a bear face. And I'm going to say corporate has asked us to differentiate these two pictures and we cannot do it. <laughs> I love it. I love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> our, our, our Spanish bear. Yes. Nola, I know you have been pushing this for a very, very long time, man. How does it feel that we're finally at this point to where we can do this? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Damn too, man. I mean, because well, I, I know how much Yin put into all this, how much effort you do. And I, I want y'all to get a merch shop going so maybe you can start getting a little extra moolah in your pockets. Yes, yes. And, you know, I'm going to need that extra moolah because I'm getting murried next Friday, yeah. guys. You, you put a ring on it. Yes, I did. I put a ring on it, and I am the luckiest, luckiest guy in the world, even though she doesn't listen to this podcast. She might have spies, so I have to be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> but no, guys, it, you know, with the whole wedding coming up for me and the merch shop and just the support on the podcast, it's been greatly appreciated. And not to sound long-winded, but, you know, it's, it's just all the love is amazing. But we do have to end the show because – all good things come to an end at some point. So uh, as always, we're going to leave you off with our socials. Uh, I'll start off with me. It's at 2HG. It used to be at Murfanko, but it's at 2HG for two and a half gringos. I changed it completely. Switched it up on yins. Uh, it's a little easier than at Murfanko, I must say. So at 2HG, give me a follow. Murph, give the good people your social. As always, give me a follow at double underscore Murphy88. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That link is in my bio. I am I'm gonna talk long-winded here for a second so I can see how many subscribers I'm currently at. <laughs> I am at 68 subscribers. Two away from Ooh. the seven zero. One away Ooh. from the special number. Mm. Oh, <laughs> mm. oh! I might create a fake account just so we can get to sixty nine. Sweet. I am, and also we are less than five hundred views away from twenty thousand total. Let's go. So, man. subscribe, watch, like, comment, everything, everything like that. Uh, yes. There, I do have one for. Or I think it's his name's Dave. Dave White. He, he almost immediately after I post anything, he comments almost immediately on, on it. So much love there. First, Shut up, Dave White. Yeah. Shut up, Dave White, man. <laughs> All right, Theodore. You should just change your name to Theodore on Twitter, too. But give the people your social, man. I probably should. <clears throat> At Nola Jeffy, N O L A J E F F Y. Yes. Louisiana Jeffrey. Ted. Louisiana Ted. Will, will he change it? Two foster dogs. 
Who knows? We don't know. I don't know. But what we do I like, know, I like to leave people guessing, is we need to get him back to sixty-nine followers. <laughs> yeah, we need or up to one hundred and sixty-nine. Yes, I'm at one twenty-nine. One twenty-nine. Come on, guys, you gotta Take get to ground. But boys and girls, like I said, that's gonna do it for this episode. We love you very, very much. Please, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get the podcast. And most importantly, guys, can we get it right this time? Let's go. Let's Bucks. Go. Go. Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs>